podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening and welcome to the Big Strong Leicester Boys podcast. I wasn't meant to be doing the intro, but Rick Flair has gone AWOL. Um, don't quite know, but he's put us down in Darcy's bedroom by the look of it. So uh, we're already I'm off here. to a chaotic start. How are you, Rick? You good? Sorry, boys. Yeah, sorry. You know what I'm like. Um, no, I'm not all right, actually, after yesterday. But, um, you know, we've got our Leicester back, haven't we? Started losing a bit. And um, the cat's pissing me off again. Um, Rick, have, you got, have you got new headphones, Rick? Well, no, they're not new, but Jack made me put them on because he said I was echoing, so um, I'm wearing headphones, well, which is a bit weird. You're also very loud, so... Um, I'll, t- I'll turn myself down, hang on. Yeah. No, 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 there no we go. And today you're okay, oh. but normally you're very loud. I am very loud. Very loud. Usually are sold as well by this time. You are. <laughs> you are indeed. You are indeed. Uh, George, good evening. How are you? Good evening, mate. Yeah, I'm well, thanks. Obviously, other than uh, yesterday's result, but back to uh, 90 minutes ruining a weekend. So, used to that. But yeah, I'm, I'm well other than that, mate. How are you? Yeah, tip top, mate, apart from losing yesterday. Um, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. And then we we have a very special guest who I didn't actually realise was joining us until about five minutes before. Um, thanks to Rick's high levels of of organisation, Rick, would, do you want to do you want to introduce your mate? Yeah, well, we, he's so yeah, I'm a big fan of his work on Instagram. I like food more than I actually like football. Um, and this geezer supports both Leicester, but also runs a very successful Scram page. His name's Original Dad Bod. Real name is James. I think he's had a skimful, so he's going to be um, he's going to be show business today. Welcome, <laughs> all over it, Rick. <laughs> How you doing, mate? All right, mate. I'm happy to be on the pod. I've, I've been listening to it, so I'm, I'm all over it. <laughs> and what um, what's your tw- uh, Instagram handle? Uh, it's the original dad bod. The original dad bod, and you've got about forty or fifty thousand followers, haven't yeah, you? Just over 40, yeah. And, you, um, and your forte is sticking anything in a jacket potato. Mate, the, the jacket potato, right? Yeah. Is the Hamza Chowdhury of the food world. <laughs> it's the most versatile food. <laughs> Go you can stick anything in it. You have. You have literally stuck anything in it. I mean, I've been looking and even... I mean, I'm a man who loves things like mini chicken Kievs, like uh, Rustler's burgers, you. I mean, you put what did, the other day you had. You had a very. You had a Yorkshire a toad in the hole in a jacket potato. Mate, roasting our breakfast, toad in the hole. I like. I know, my next thing. My next thing is a pudding, mate. I get crumbling there. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. Well, thank you for coming on anyway. Uh, and obviously, you, you are a Leicester fan. Um, so yeah, really interested to get your views on Leicester, but also yeah, any. Any tips on any obscene scram? Uh, I'm mainly looking forward to you um, telling us about. So yeah, thanks for coming so, on, pal. Sorry, Rick. Can I can I butt in? Sorry. Yeah, and because I don't want to talk about the football yet. Um, how, how do you get into jacket potatoes in such a big way? Because I've just looked at your page, but it's, it's extraordinary. <laughs> Mate, I don't even know. You know, I, I um I started this Instagram account. I was trying to lose some weight and uh, I, I sort of set it as an accountability thing. And then before I knew it, I thought, oh, I like a jacket sport. Let's bang that in there. And then it got it got a few likes. I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll try this. I'll try that. And before I knew it, mate, I was having whole meals in like jacket potatoes that no one, no one, no one would even think of. I'm, I'm, 
I'm just banging things in his jacket. It's good. Oh, you name it. I've probably oh, fish and chips, bud. Oh, <laughs> Have you ever had a Finder's crispy pancake in there? <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, though, Rick. I'm all over that. Do it. I think I'm going to set you a challenge this week. You've got £5 to spend down Iceland. Yeah. And you've got to then put it in a jacket spud. So, like, microwave donut kebab, Finder's what, crispy pancake. One, yeah, one, one meal. One spud. One spud. Like a, yeah, like a tower. Five pound one spud Iceland. Yeah, yeah, right, done. That's a, yeah, mate, I'll sort that. Brilliant. It'll be the BLSB original dub bod <laughs> alliance. I'm all over that, definitely. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know what to say. I'm just standing here, like, like smiling. Mate, this, is, this is amazing. Like, jacket, jacket potatoes. If you, I've, I've never known. Is the thing is, I've never known anybody that don't like a jacket potato. It's true. Good point. It's a good point. It's true. Uh, it's versatile, wow. isn't it? I mean, it's massively versatile. I've never known I don't like it. <laughs> you think it is? I want one now and I've already eaten. <laughs> well, I had to the hole earlier and now I'm thinking I missed a bit of a trick. It's always a good Sunday scrum, that is. Talking of Yorkshire puddings... Obviously, I don't know whether you know, James, but a um, bit of a running theme that we do those giant Yorkshire puddings, which also I spotted you do, and we tend to wear them as hats. I've had all my kids wearing them, and uh, Jack did one early, and I made him put one on, so we'll get that on. So, again, next time you do one of those, get it on your head, um, and we'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get it up on the Hall of Fame. It was, That's Rick, a great shout. I'm all Rick, over that. It was, it was unbelievable. Although it looked my, good. Miss, my missus was fuming when she turned around and I've got a tea towel and the Yorkshire pudding on my head. I'm trying to take a photo of myself. I did redeem myself because she was like, this is, this is the best roast you've ever done. But the, your, Rick has an unbelievable technique. I mean, like, apologies to anyone that's turned up for any kind of football insight. We're here to talk about food. It's Sunday. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the the wide tins, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's game changer, isn't it? Very hot oven. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, very hot head. Well, it was. Yeah, I got some oil on my head actually. That's not, <laughs> it's not nice that. Um, but there we go. Um, I have so many questions because you're doing, you're doing, you know, you're influencing. I, I can see around Leicestershire now as well. Like, I think you are living Rick's dream basically yeah he is he really is yorkshire puddings and just influencing around leicestershire like what a life it's it's madness it really is like you go to places and uh, you get invited to places you get spotted have you ever been spotted do you get spotted all the time i went to a restaurant the other day right you like this i went to a restaurant for a a bit of a surprise and i rocked up at the reception and she she said are you the potato man What, 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 what do you want me to say to that? Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you, you, go out, you go out and about, especially especially in Leicestershire or just like around the Midlands and that, and people, there's the odd person that, like, social media is so powerful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Did, did you ever meet Yuri Tielemans? Because he looks like he's had a few jacket spuds in his time. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I've got, I've got a good story about someone who reckons he knows your Tillemans. Oh, really? Quickly, quickly, before we move on, you like this. Yeah. FA Cup final, right? Yeah. I hope you haven't listened to this pod. <laughs> he knows Yuri, big he, time. He, he doesn't. Best mates, best mates, is that the other? Anyway, FA Cup final, right? Yeah. Yuri scores an absolute world beater. Can't you, What a goal, right? Yeah. He runs into the crowd. Do you know what he says? What? I won't say the bloke's name, but he says, bleep, tickets all right, mate, because he gave him tickets. So he's like in front of the crowd and looks at him. He's gone, he's he's yard off, because he's run to the crowd, he's gone, hey, tickets all right, mate. It's quite a nice story. I thought that was going to be that's, far worse. That's, that's yeah, a lovely, that's, heartwarming story. It's a feel-good story, that. 
Yeah. It's a bit more of a belter. If you say his name, it's a bit more of a belter, but with the bleeps, it ain't as good. <laughs> I can almost forgive Yuri for leaving now, because that's his first thought. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been better if, if he scored and then went, are you that Jackie Potato bloke? <laughs> Cheese and beans. I'll tell you what, I think, I think this could be a good segue into football and food. Great. Yeah. Middlesbrough fans were throwing eggs yesterday and Chloe got hit by an egg. Which She which, did, um, didn't she? Becky Jeez. found hilarious, didn't she? she and... I, and... Have you ever well, seen anything like it? Well, Chloe used to be my next door neighbour. Did she? Yeah, did, yeah. No lie. No lie. <laughs> we actually... It Have you ever egged a house? Is that, is that the link? <laughs> we actually, as kids, we had a gardens backed onto each other, so we had a, fen- uh, a gate in between, so we used to knock around like through the gate into Chloe's garden. Good golfer, isn't she? Yeah, um, good golfer, yeah. She is no, a good lovely golfer. Girl, lovely girl. Yeah. Talking of Middlesbrough, though, Jord, and food... I, I don't know, I told us on the pod a while ago, I remember back in the 90s, my mate at school got hit by a pie at Filbert Street uh, and the bloke had to go to court and he was a Middlesbrough fan, so they've obviously got a bit of a, um, a penchant for lobbying bits and pieces at, at what, what, Leicester what, fans. What, 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 someone got taken to court for throwing a pie at someone? It was a red-hot pie. Hit him in the face and burnt him. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It you did. did not. You've made that up. You did not get no, taken not. to court for throwing right. a pie at someone. I will. F- I, I remember his name. I'll. I'll send him a message on Facebook and try and verify. I'm pretty sure the bloke had to go to court. I'm sure of it. He hit him in the face with a pie. A missile. Yeah, yeah. I mean it is. It's, it's. That's a lethal weapon. Red hot pie. I tell you what, what you could do. You could mm. do a, a jacket spud chicken palmo, which is a. <gasps> No to Middlesbrough. I'm surprised yeah. they weren't chucking them. Great. No. That's a good effort. It's a good effort. Too expensive. Yeah, true. Do it. It's full of cheese, isn't it? Yeah. Well, can't eat it. Well, you get on with the game, then. He'll be honest to Sunderland, because Sunderland, I think, are the best side that come down the King Power this season. They were good. They were good. Should we, should we talk about the football, bro? Like... So yeah, go on. I'm then. having more fun talking about potatoes and eggs. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I completely lost my train of thought. This is our best intro ever. No, yeah. Um, Rick, you saw yeah. the game. What did you make of it? Mm. Um, I was angry yesterday with it because. I mean, you boys took the piss out of me a few weeks ago when I started saying I was worried about Leeds, and that was even before the Sunderland game, I think. And we hadn't even played um, badly. But, yeah, there's warning signs, in my opinion. Um, I still think there's plenty of positives to counteract my worries, um, i.e. we never looked like really conceding more than one goal a game. And the last two games we've lost 1-0, one was a set piece that Hermanson had saved and then it was followed up, which you could say was mildly fortuitous. And then yesterday's free kick is one of the best free kicks I've seen in uh, quite a while. It was unbelievable, really. But that's not to take away from, as I say, some warning signs that I think we'd be a bit naive and ignorant not to be acknowledge them over the international break and try and um, rectify it because... The whole ethos around what made us so relentless and what appeared to be so strong in the opening sort of, well, 15, 14 games was we we would pass teams to death. We would make changes early on in the second half and that injection of uh, energy would eventually break teams down and we'd score and, and win games. Now, it's fine margins. I think when you start to lose games, you can look back at some of those victories and say, have we actually been as good as we have? I think it's probably um, reactionary to, to really scrutinise it. But we're not making the subs. And I think yesterday, Mavadidi, his head had gone. He needed to come off. He, he didn't want the ball. He, he was, you know, he briefly had an open goal that if he passed that on his left foot, it's 1-0. He took it. He was he was just sort of in a, he was in a trance. He didn't know what to do. And Ian Acho was another who probably needed dragging because he was so wasteful. Um, you know, it, that, that, 
that shot that he missed, which was almost, well, it wasn't an open goal, but the goal he was stood to one side, that's a textbook Ianacho finish. He scored so many of them for us over the years that, like, I think he did one against um, Preston, didn't he? Exact finish it would have been. Um, he should have come off, but he obviously doesn't trust the subs that he's got available at the minute. There's, you know, four or five injured. He'll bring Vardy on and he might bring one or two others, but that's it. So, yeah, I've I've watched the extended highlights today to sort of go back over it. And there's parts of it that we played very well. We created a, a bit, not as much as Maresca Pratt said, but I don't know. There's warning signs there, but I'm, I'm a man who's fearful. You know, I remember playing Monopoly when I was five or six and I got sent to jail and genuinely thought I was going to prison. I could, I, honestly, I was beside myself. So if there's one possibility that we could balls this up, I will think that we're going to balls it up. So, you know, I'm not one to really um, take my opinion. And George's the complete opposite. So it's probably going to be somewhere in between the middle. Yeah. I mean, it's not often actually that I've been that positive. Uh, but obviously last year I was I was positive, saying we'll be fine. And I think we'll be fine this year. Um, I agree with a large portion of what you said, to be honest, Rick. Um, I, I didn't think, you know, if I've got one huge complaint of, of the season in the whole, as a whole, we don't start either half particularly quickly, um, which does give teams a little bit of uh, belief that they can get at us. But that said, again, we had more possession. We had more chances. Less chances on target, but more clear-cut chances. Um, you know, there was a, the first half. Ricky, I thought, was quite unlucky with the left foot. Um, the angle kind of closed off for the pass, and it didn't really leave him much choice. And he, it was quite a good strike, but um, that was unlucky. The keeper made a great save from Vestergaard. Um, and then, obviously, Hermanson made a couple of good saves as well. But second half, as the game opened up, and bizarrely, like you say, Rick, you know, Maresca likes this style of football where... We control the game and minimise the, the chance for error. As it opened up, it actually I thought it suited us, um, which mm. I know he he doesn't like. And then Ianacho misses that that first chance, which I can I can kind of forgive. The second one, he almost did everything right, but you know he lifted the finish the wrong side and it hits the post. And you know my thoughts on Ianacho, but you can't rely on a striker that takes three chances to score and only plays well in six games. You, you just can't. And he probably should have come off before that point. Uh, again, if I'm perhaps being overly critical, I didn't think the Pereira experiment particularly worked with him too high up the pitch. I think he's better in a deeper role coming from the right-back position. And I think Chowdhury probably should have come off a bit earlier. Nothing against Hamza, but I'd have rather Pereira been there. Um, and, and in terms of Mavadidi, I did feel a bit sorry for him because it almost reminded me of Barnes when it's, it's it became so predictable that Barnes, please do something for us. I felt that's a bit what it was like with Mavadidi. And again, I know that uh, Enzo likes Justin to stay in the back three when the right back comes inverted. And it means that Mavadidi is often one against two and you're yeah. just praying that he, he comes out with some magic. So um, I felt a bit sorry for him and, and Casey looked a bit rusty as well, which again is to be to be you know, completely forgiven. So I thought we had the better chances and I thought it was very similar to the Leeds game in terms of we didn't take them and then fair play to their lad, who I didn't realise was on loan from Leeds. But my Leeds mates took great glee in telling me that this morning. I mean, that is an absolute postage stamp of a free kick. Um, and I said, I said to my dad uh, when they give it, I said, this is going to have to be good to beat Hermanson from there. And it really, it really was. You could have two keepers in and he wouldn't have saved that. But I'm still positive. I still think we're the best team in the league. And, you know, we've lost three games, 1-0. Um, in very narrow circumstances, we could have won all three games. So, um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very long season in the Championship. So, we're not going to win every game. Um, and the international breaks come at a good time. I think we'll, like you say, Enzo will probably iron out those, those um, little intricacies. And as Ricardo says on Instagram, trust the process. Trust the process, indeed. What do you make of it, James? Do you know what? I'm going for a different angle. I'm, yes, I'm, come I'm, on. I'll start. I'll start with the home fans. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of an absolute lack of atmosphere in that King Power Stadium. Sick and tired of it. You get a song going. You got these millennials who ain't got a clue what's going on. They ain't got. They ain't got the the proper songs going. It, it, 
prime example, you go on Twitter, you've got your stat padders on Twitter. And today I've seen Enzo out. <laughs> Enzo out. That was Jack, that was Jack's on? burner account. No. <laughs> oh, I haven't done anything like that, George. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hack Jones. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just sick and tired of our pathetic fan base. I really am. Right. Listen, I, I agree with what Rick said there about um, about the game. And we basically, we ain't, we ain't taking any chances. It's all well and good having oh. all this possession. But if you don't put the ball in the back in there, you ain't going to win a game. And you got Vardy, don't get me wrong, absolute club legend. Look, we all love him. There's, there's no one that don't love him at that club. We, I think we've all got to agree that he's coming towards the end of it. Nacho, as we've all said, is inconsistent. Daka's not fancied. I ain't got a clue about his Tom Cannon. Um, so, like I say, it's all well and good doing double, triple the amount of passes as the opposite team. But if you don't put a ball in the back of that, I mean, I, I've... My my stream, my um, yeah, my legal stream uh, for the Middlesbrough game was uh, was intermittent, uh, so I missed portions of the game. Um, however, from what I saw, I felt that we were the dominant side. But again, Middlesbrough took a chance. Uh, it was great. I mean, you can't take anything away from the goal. Great goal. Yeah. Um, it's one of them, isn't it? And it's small. It's small margins. Last couple of games, small margins. But you don't. It just shows in the championship. You don't take. You don't take your chances. You don't win a game. Um, I'm positive. I am positive, and I, I like Maresca, and I like the way. I like I, what I'm. What I like is the way he's galvanised the team. Because last year, particularly towards the latter end of the season, we were we were down and out. There's no one. No one could say a good word about it as a squad. Nothing. And he seems to have galvanised the team and got got a, a bunch of lads that want to play for each other, which I'm happy about. Um, and I'm one of these. I'm not. <laughs> I hate the phrase "trust the process." I hate it because it's cringy. But <laughs> we've got to trust the process. <laughs> Fair point. I, I like, Come on, Jack. Listen, we we are we are where we are. We're in the championship. We can't do nothing about it. If we can, if we can get out of it this season, cracking. If we can't, then I think we're we're, we're pretty fucked. Um, <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> but I think that's the worry. That's that's where probably mine and Jack's worry comes from. Is I haven't, I haven't like, said anything yet, Rick. No, but I, okay. Sorry, I'll let me not precursor you. Sorry, mate. What I say something completely different, mate. Go on. I'd love it if you did. After what we've had to read. Well, yesterday annoyed me. <laughs> and and Jordan's annoyed me because he keeps saying we'll be fine, and yeah. I'm I'm not sure we will be because if any side could have a dramatic collapse, like one that one that would mean that we're not promoted from this stage, it would definitely be us. Um, and and look, yesterday we were potentially a bit unlucky. A, a draw is probably a fairer result yesterday than than us losing, and it, and it's small margins. But the whole season's been small margins, and I think it's possibly catching up with us. I mean, we're on thirty nine points. We've won whatever thirteen games out of the first sixteen. I think that's right. Um, so it, it's an unbelievable start. And if you'd offered me that at the start, I would have taken it. The the bit that I'm most concerned about is. We're not clinical. We, you know, in every game, the game has been, we, you know, it's still been a game up until, you know, the last kick of the game for most of them. There's only a couple of games where it was probably only one game really where we've put a side away. Um, we, you could argue, well, we beat Blackburn 4-1, but we scored two goals in the last 10 minutes. And I think that flattered us a little bit. And and it is catching up with us a little bit. And, and we've got to be more more clinical if we are you know far too good for this league which i keep reading then we'd be putting sides away and we're not we're you know we're winning games by an odd goal there's there's bits of individual quality that's sort of guiding us through so i'm not i'm not saying that we've lost the game and it's it's the end of the world um it's far from that we're still you know eight points clear of leeds uh and southampton but the fact is now ipswich aren't giving up like they're 
you know, they've lost one game all season. We've now lost as many games as Burnley lost in the entirety of last season. So, yeah, we've won a load of games. We've also lost a lot of games and that can become a habit too. So I'm a little bit concerned um, because I think, because I think we've become so predictable. You know, our tactics are get the balls to the uh, wingers, let them win in a 1v1 and, you know, hope that our individual quality takes over. Um, and if, you know, one or two players are off, it doesn't it doesn't really work. So I, I am a bit concerned. I think the caveat I would say is we are missing players. I think we've missed Wilf big time. I think Eunice, um, you know, we've still not seen the best of him, but I, I think he... He gives us another option. And also, you know, I think Dennis Pratt will do well in this system. If he ever gets fit, I think he's definitely better than Cassidy. So I, I am concerned. Like Rick, I share the paranoia of this is all going to go and fuck up again because it's Leicester City and it's what we always do. So um, there's a long way to go. Hopefully it's a wake-up call. You know, I didn't think we played badly by any stretch yesterday. And, and defensively, we still look pretty good which which gives me a lot of confidence but but there are some signs that we're we're not as good as we think we are do you think we're overcoached potentially there's it's because under rogers i thought we were overcoached because it was literally like we'd just be running plays and there is a little bit of that I, like, mavadidi had a brilliant chance yesterday if he takes it first time when we've pressed them but he decides to take three touches and then turn back and sometimes you just think and I know it's, you know, Moresca says it's all about control of the play and it's probably why we're so good defensively. But sometimes I think we could just think on our feet a little bit more. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, th- I think we are stifled a little bit. And I, and I think in certain stages, we lack so much quality with the final ball. Like the, how many times do we, you know, Dewsbury Hall takes a shot that wouldn't have gone in about three goals yesterday when he could have laid it off. Um, he also, in, in Dewsbury Hall's def- uh, uh, defence, he knocks one down and Ian Acho is just sort of standing there on the penalty box, not even reacting to it. So, yeah, I, I am a bit concerned. I mean, if we, you know, if these, uh, we could go and lose the, the next two games and then things suddenly look a lot worse. So I think we've got bounce back against Watford and they, they've, I mean, they've beaten Sheffield Wednesday who are crap 5-0, but they have beaten a side 5-0. So, so yeah, we've got a decent run of fixtures. Middlesbrough away was always going to be tough, but I'm, I'm, I don't think we're we're home and hosed by any stretch of the imagination. I think, you know, the fact that Leeds and Southampton are now picking up points, I think I think we should be looking over our shoulder. So, so yeah, that was more balanced than you know after five o'clock yesterday when I completely lost my head, wasn't it? <laughs> That's what I wanted I've to do. I've had a day to think about it, haven't I? Much more. Calm I wanted now. to do the pod last night. I think if we'd done the pod I yesterday, think I would have exploded. I, I actually would have exploded if Jordan had said we'll be fine and we'll piss it one more time. I was going over to Lutterworth and I was going to go in Eggy's house. <laughs> if we'd have, done the, if we'd have done the pod yesterday, I wouldn't have turned up. No, you were. I could sense you were not having it. You, you were not like sure. shut up, you pair. <laughs> we've, we've not had a proper row yet. Which, no. Which is remarkable. <laughs> the last, no. Like you said, Jack, once you've got a team that you believe in, it, it does anger you a little bit more. And I don't disagree. I, I just think we, we, we control too many games. We've scored the second highest amount of goals and we, we've all agreed that we're not clinical enough. So we, we should be scoring more. We've got the best defence in the league and we don't look like conceded from open play. We, sh- we should, um, you know, the last two games we've conceded from two set pieces. And, you know, I would argue we, we could have even more points on the board than we've got. I mean, we've got seven games in the run till Christmas, so we play Ipswich. We could have 60 points by Christmas Day. And you, you're only 20 points off promotion then. Um, and, you know, the, the, the thing is, these, these flaws always are more uh, apparent when you lose, obviously. Yeah, you know, yeah, we've, yeah. We've, lost, we've, we've lost two games, well, in two weeks in very similar fashion in terms of we don't take our chances. Um, and that is that I guess the only complaint you could have is that all three games we've lost have been the same way. But I did say against Leeds, this will happen again. I didn't expect it to be yesterday, but it, it'll happen again this season. It might happen f- four, five, six times. But no, oh, no team are going to come and out, out players. And I think we just control the games too well to, to not win it. 
I think on that though, on the control thing, and I do, I think that is that that's why we on are defensively we're going to. I I don't see us suddenly starting to ship goals because we are very comfortable at controlling games. But you look at the last four games. QPR was a curious one because for a team as bad as QPR, we actually didn't create that much and they go down to 10 men and we win the game. But I think we were in trouble in that game. Sunderland game, it was end-to-end basketball, whatever you want to call it. And there was times yesterday where we looked most dangerous when we pressed them and then they were coming at us. I do think at some point he's got to get that balance right where he actually allows, you know, he, he encourages to go at them because this control football is can be too easy to defend against. And and I do think we've got to take more risks. The, the um, most chaotic game we've played in was the one where we've actually put a side away against Southampton. I mean, that was chaos as well. The Sunderland game was as well. But the, you're right, the Southampton one was because we they, they were coming at us after... Um, it might have been when we'd gone 2-0 up and they got one back. But yeah, they, you're right. And I think... Ipswich are playing there. That, that's what they're doing every game. And Leeds are to a certain extent. That's why Leeds are, are still vulnerable to conceding. But you, you've got to weigh that up, haven't you? It, you know, I think two 1-0 defeats on the spin um, and, and maybe struggling a couple of games before, I think he's going to have some thinking to do this international break. And it'll be interesting to see because, um, you know, he's got his principles, he's got his plan A, and his plan A is do that and do it better. I don't mind that at all, really. But when it'll be interesting to see, because if he doesn't think anything's going a little bit stale, then I think we could then see some some further issues. If he thinks, no, well, you know, I, I respect that we now need to fine-tune it, then I think we'd probably come out and we go again, which is what we all want to see. Yeah. Um, I, it's a big... I thought, well, I think the international break's come at a decent time. Um, I think we do need it. The players, uh, well, they did look sort of short of ideas with sort of 10 minutes to go. I don't know whether that was tiredness. I think we've had an intense run of games, but um, it does look like we needed a bit of a break. Um, George, any individual performances you want to call out yesterday, apart from your usual Ian Nacho batching, which I... Um, I share because he was crap. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone particularly played well, um, but nobody played particularly disastrously either. It was oh, probably a do you know what? Six out of I, ten I, across the board. You said Ricardo didn't. You didn't think he suited in that position. One thing I did think we did a lot better yesterday was our pressing was much better. And Agreed, there was a couple yeah. of occasions where Ricardo won the ball quite high up on the pitch, and and me and Rick have. I've mentioned that a few times. It did seem better yesterday. So uh, I'd give him credit there. I mean, I'd actually play him in Winx's position in the next game and just keep Hamza at fullback um, just because I think he's the best player we've got on the ball because um, Winx is obviously now suspended. But um, but yeah, there weren't... I mean, Vestergaard did a fucking stupid back oh, hit, didn't he? Nah. Vestergaard, man. And another booking. And what concerns me, you, you know I'm not having him either, but how can you get that many bookings in a team that has 70% possession? I know, yeah. Because it's one ball over the top and he, and he fouls because he's not quick enough. And, and that's, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, and that, that's, that's why, you know, I can't see that Cody won't be an improvement because Cody's, even if he's not quicker, he, his awareness is positionally is so much better. And I know Vestergaard's good on the ball, but Cody's decent on the ball. In, in yeah, but Vestergaard's good on the ball when he's he's rolling it out at 0.3 mile an hour with his foot on the ball, looking looking at the next pass. I think I think I'm quite confident, not knowing your footballing abilities, lads. I'm quite confident that most of us could do that. Nah, um, honestly, not me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't get me wrong, he, he's. Vestergaard is one of them players. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I, I was lobbing loads of abuse at from where I'm sat and he's he's found his level I do think he's found his level um, but I, I agree with you I think I can't see why I just can't I just can't get med round now Cody's not starting in front of him I can't get med round it but Enzo Maresca's got you wait for this you wait for that and I ain't so <laughs> Well, I suppose because we've won 13, get, we've won 13 exactly. games it's going to be interesting to see he's got to come in 
you'd think. Well, I've got getting... my reservations about his passing ability. I've got to say, Cody. Cody yeah, he uh, gave the yeah. ball away loads against Preston. Well, sorry, Rick. I, I, one thing I, I was going to say. So, Fez and Vestergaard are both playing. Um, uh, they're going on international duty. Mm, and, uh, Cody will play. I think Cody will play both games probably because he'll rest Fez for one and he'll rest yeah. Vestergaard for the other, I would assume. So yeah. I think he's going right to come in. I, I just wonder as well, like in the game against Leeds where, you know, we were getting pinned a few times back and they were pressing mm. us. Someone like Cody there, I think he's been around enough and he's a good enough organiser that he, he'd do something slightly different. Um, I, don't yeah. know about you, I don't know about you lads, but if I was playing, if I was playing at the back right and I've got Connor Cody there talking to me, or I've got Yannick Vestergaard talking to me. I know what I'm going to listen to. Do you know what I mean? I know what I'm listening yeah. to. I ain't, yeah. listen, I ain't listening to Yannick. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> I lo- no, and I can't knock the bloke because he's been great the last 10 games or whatever. But if, if you put Connor Cody one side and Yannick the other side, I'm listening to Connor. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but, I, ain't, I ain't Enzo, am I? N- no, but I, don't, I reckon... For whatever you wait for licenses, you wait for licenses Enzo has. I reckon you have the equivalent for Jackie Potatoes. So <laughs> you've got your level four hey, Jackie Potato. Respect the craft. Yeah. If Enzo, if Enzo can come out here and cook on his Kamado Joe, I'll be all over it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be giving the courses, not taking them. Mate, so. I tell you what, I don't know. I don't know if anyone, like any of the players, listen to this, but me and me and um, Dewsbury all have had a few interactions on uh, on on social media. Really? Through, uh, What's he yeah. said? Well, it's usually me. I don't know if you. I've, I, <laughs> it's usually me through a couple of beers. I, I get hold of him. <laughs> the answer. <laughs> And he answers, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But early days, not, he's not answered so much recently. But there's been times where I've offered to cook for him and his missus, <laughs> and uh, I've woke up in the morning and I've like, oh, for fuck. <laughs> so I email, I mail him back, and he's like, no, 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 it's sound, yeah, yeah. Like he's really, really nice about it. He'd come round this, that, the other, and I know he's bottle it, <laughs> bottle it. But he's, he's, mate, I tell you now, he's such a nice lad. Do you know you should message oh. Harry Winks? He'd let you cook for him. Oh, Winksy, yeah, yeah he, he would. would. Yeah. He'd be all over it, wouldn't he? And but then if he would. responds, ask him about that narrow boat holiday that <laughs> we've been trying to get him on at the end of the season. <laughs> and you can cook. I tell you what, lads, I think we should have. I think I think you should organise for the end of the season promotion party. Should we get promoted? You've got more followers than us, mate. I think you yeah, should organise yeah. it. <laughs> We'll come along. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, do a, we'll do a collaboration. Yeah. Let's that's, do it. I think that's unbelievable. Yeah. I think we should we do it. Do. Some collab. I'm all over that. <clears throat> Speaking of Harry Winks, um, I, I know I mentioned it on the pod um, last week, but have um, you noticed that the whole we've lost two games since he announced he was um, <laughs> moving to Nottingham? You, well, you do have a point on that. I remember when well, Rogers announced he was... Well, he didn't announce. They announced he was moving out of Leicestershire. And I think Park. we went on a yeah horrible run. So this could be it. We found the, we found the curse. If you move yeah, into that, it, Nottingham. Nottinghamshire. Yeah. It tell. affects it, you. It gets in your head. It is a curse on the club. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think Winks um, was great yesterday. Um, the game didn't really suit him. But I didn't... He didn't have as much of the ball or as much control as he normally has. And I'm not saying it bypassed him, but I mean, he set his standard so high. Oh, he's beautiful yeah. to watch, isn't he? Yeah, he's just. He's a good player. He, he was all right. I didn't think he had a bad game. I know what you mean, Jordan. He didn't have as much influence as he normally does, does yeah. he? But they played a little bit higher, so he got on the ball a little bit less. And, and I also feel, again, with Ricardo that high alongside Kiernan, two eight. Yeah, yeah. It probably put a bit more pressure on him to. to be the focal point every time we got the ball, uh, which is yeah. why I prefer Ricardo Deeper because I just thought he, he, not that he goes missing, but he's just not involved for long, long enough periods. Um, I was impressed with. Just quick one. Sorry, I know it's your pod yeah. and I'll keep interrupting. No, no, no. You're, you're our what, guest, so what, you can what say what you like, mate. What, what, I want to know your opinions, actually, on, on what, what we think about Dewsbury always learning about Spanish for. 
Well, <laughs> <laughs> straight, out, straight, straight out of the Brendan Rodgers school of absolute Yeah, bullshit, he obviously fancies, uh, he, he got his thoughts on Madrid, hasn't he? <laughs> Granada. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's seen he's seen that Girona are top of La Liga and thought I'll have a bit of that. Yeah, I, mean, I did spot that. Footballers get a lot of stick for you know doing silly things, and he's learning Spanish, so fair play. To hey, him. I love him. Bloke's a legend, mate. I love him. I love him. I love him. Anyway, yeah. you crack on, boys. I'll, I'll... No, I want more questions. Actually, this is far easier. You can host yeah. if you want. I hate <laughs> hosting. Yeah. <laughs> We've I was going to say, I was impressed with that Hayden Hackney for um, for Middlesbrough yesterday. He's a player that we should be looking at if we come up. Um, he's a good player. Very, very mobile. Players an eight or a six. Um, yeah, he he was good. He, he got on it. And um, I thought first half, to be honest, one, we, we were the better team until the final 10 minutes of the first half. And then just straight out of nowhere, we seem to just let them have chance after chance. Um, they really should have put one or two away. Um, I know they had a header that was very, it was a very good save from Hermanson. Festergaard had had a header that was a good save. But there was a couple of other times where they they opted not to play uh, an on-runner on, which I think if they got in, what? would have Did been a one-on-one. an on-runner on? Yeah, whatever. The the on-rushing player on. What the um, f- Honestly, it's one a week now. I expected us this last week. Sorry. Sorry if I'm wriggling around. I've actually just got cramped really badly. <laughs> I did spot you watching about. I thought... What is an on-runner on? Third man the on-ru- so the on-runner from the player. He's oh, on running on. Too much, too much vertical IP. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we were, we were lucky in that regard. Um but then I thought second half, I don't think they did a lot, Middlesbrough. I really don't. And that is probably what's irksome the most because we should have won. Um, but yeah, anyway. Who's the retro, retro coming in? Who's that? <laughs> you all right, lads? Good evening, everyone. All right, mate. Good, thank you. Yes, it's a pleasure to be on. Massive fan of the show. And uh, yeah, pleasure to be on. How are you, pal? Good man. Yeah, not bad. Uh, here to do the Who Are You Folia. You are indeed, Daniel. Thank you very much for coming on. So, right, let me uh, let me play the theme tune, and then we can chat. Who are you? Indeed. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Who are you? You? No, not me. You? Yes, I am you. Just answer the damn questions. Who are you? Wait a minute. Who are you? Yes, there we are. Um, the the intro has added meaning when we have original dad bod on and someone is shouting, who is your daddy and what does he do? He makes jacket <laughs> potatoes on the internet. Um, but there we go. Uh, Daniel, thank you for answering the call for our guest host uh, this evening. Really good to have you on. No worries, thank Thanks you for being here. Yeah, uh, massive fan of the show. Um, and yeah, delightful to be on. Thank, thank you. you. We only let massive fans uh, on the show, <laughs> so so yeah, because we're sycophantic like that. Um, you 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 do a bit of in you do a bit of podding and football stuff yes, with uh, your Daniel Talks Football. I uh-huh. do. So I've been doing Talks Football for around a year now. Before I hopped on Talks Football, I did a traditional Leicester show on a charity radio station in Leicester uh, for around two years now. I interviewed a couple of ex Leicester players, like Dean Ammond, Pontius Camark on there. Two great lads, obviously. Um, and then yeah left about a year ago and now I'm doing Danny Talks Football. Good man. Top man. So, um, you know the rules. I just need to check. Um, James, do you know the rules? You... Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not familiar. You're not familiar with who are you? We only let massive fans on. Right, okay. Uh, is <laughs> You have to guess who the Leicester player is, but you get one guess per clue. Peace, peace. Yeah? <laughs> Go. I, I would, I would love it if you won. I, 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 I would love it if you won. Let's go. Let's give it. Let's, let's have a go. Let's have a go, uh, Daniel. The floor is yours. Uh, uh, well, how, how far are we going back? Like, back, back. 
Whenever, mate. No, Whenever. There's no time, time frame. I mean, no, look okay. at how old I am. I'm not going to go for someone from the 40s, am I? Like, I mean, you, yeah, you, you, give it, you give it big licks with Camark, so let's go. <laughs> right, okay. So, he was born on the 29th of June, 1995. Whippersnapper. Yeah. 28. McAteer. No. You're frozen out now. Oh, shit, so. is that the rules? <laughs> For the first round. Yeah, mate. It doesn't matter, I won't get it. 28. 28. 20... Oh, 28? Oh, my math is shit. Do you keep muting me, right. Jack? <laughs> 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 I'm not having a guess yet, out, anyway. <laughs> what was the year was? Uh, 29th of June, 1995. Oh, 95, not 2005. Um, no, I've, I've not got a guess. No. 2-2 no. no. then. He made four senior appearances for Leicester. Three of them came in the League Cup. Jack. Joe Dodo. Oh, oh he's got it already. Oh, what an effort. What an He's back. What a guess. He's Great back. Job. I thought oh. a landish one I can think of. He's got it on the second clip. That's a great shout. That's, That's a good good one, mate. Scored a hat-trick at Berry, didn't he? Yeah, and he's debut. Yeah, he joined them later that season on a month loan as well. So I had all these great clues planned. He's got it on the second <laughs> one. <laughs> Brilliant. Superb. That is Superb. Um, I'm I'm happy with that. That's made my week. I was beginning Silence to question that. Yeah. Well, he's silent because I keep muting him. But you didn't get you didn't not get that because I muted you, Rick. You you were unmuted. No, I would, that, no, so, I didn't. You know, it wasn't there was any accusations of foul. No, play, that's so. fine. I'm I'm happy with that. It was a good win. Well done, mate. Pleased for yeah. you. That's all you won one. Bloody I, I, went, I went too early with that count in the years. <laughs> Is what 22? <laughs> so you're solid six years out. Yeah, so where's where he mate. playing now? Um, he is he's somewhere in the England lower tiers. I want to, I'll have to find out, but he went to Turkey at one point. I think, um, is he not, not Wigan? Is he? Crouchy went to what's that team Crouchy played for in uh, London? QPR, some shit team. I can't remember. Who's, uh, is that? Burton, he's been, he obviously left us, then he went to Bury on loan, went to Rangers for a bit, Charlton and Blackpool loan, then Bolton, Blackpool, yeah. went to Turkey, Wigan, Doncaster, now at Burton. I mean, he scored goals, not many, but he scored at every club. Did he get one of these West Ham as well? After his hat trick, he then scored again, didn't he? He scored against West Ham. Some... It was West Ham he did. He wasn't that yeah. bad in the games he played. Yeah, he got four goals for us. But we I think apart from me, uh, the most he's ever scored is six for Blackpool yeah. on loan. No, yeah, so, yeah. More than I could score for Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> um superb. Thank you very much, Daniel. Really appreciate Thanks, appreciate really appreciate you. Good work. Thank you very much. We Thank cheers, Daniel. No worries, cheers, Danny boy. Take care, mate. Cheers, mate. See you later. See ya. Um, right, at this stage, I am completely unplanned and we've done 48 minutes. So I'm going to hand the floor to James now and say, what like, what do you want to talk about before we do any other business? I, actually, I've got one section we need to talk about later, but I was going to leave it for any other business. No, 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 crack on. You crack on. I don't know what I'm going to talk well, about. I'll, so, I'll up as you go along. So I'm, I've got a feeling I know what this is, Jack. Yeah, yeah, it is, George. Because on Wednesday night, uh, I was in London uh, on my own, uh, and you you happened to be about, but you weren't answering um, my messages. So um, I did something that had been recommended to me as as a really good thing, but I'd honestly never tried. I went and sat in a pub on my own uh, and had a pint of Guinness. Um, and, and whilst I was there, Rick started messaging me, uh, and then I looked at our Twitter, which I've lost the password to now, which is really annoying. Um, and uh, someone had sent in a photo of their cat named Muzzy. So 
I quote tweeted it and send, said, send in your um, your pictures of your dogs with with the names of them being named after Leicester City players. I think this is our most popular Twitter post we have ever done. Like it's like you know everyone's You're bringing right. up in their lives football and their animals. Um, Other than when I got abused by all the Cov fans, but yeah, it was. <laughs> well, that wasn't popular though, was it, Rick? Well, again, that was elephant. That was animal based when I abused Sam the elephant, weren't it? So animals is obviously a hot topic. May, maybe that's what we need to go after: more animal content. Well, Although, actually. <laughs> You've been on Twitter recently. Maybe there should be less animal content. Well, yeah. uh, um, <laughs> um, I'm not even going to mention that. Um, no. So, yeah, we, we had loads of messages in. Um, we should probably start with you, Rick, because I claimed you had a badger named Mark McGee. But in actual fact, uh, you have... Uh, you, what, you had a hamster called Colin Gibson or something? No, no, I was joking. I said I had a ferret called Colin Gibson. But no, I don't... I um I don't think I've had it. I've had no animals named after Leicester players, which is a bit disappointing, really. Mm. I did have a spaniel called Buzz, um, but yeah, I don't think we ever had a, a football player called Buzz, did we at Leicester? Because uh, we um no no after James, the geezer you, at home alone. James, you've got a dog. What have you? Is that named after a Leicester player? No, he's not. He's not named after a Leicester player. But I did have when I was a kid. I had a couple of goldfish called. Uh, is it an Eske? Superb. <laughs> yeah, I, my dog's my dog's unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I killed fair the fish. I, I killed what, the fish. What I don't. We didn't get anyone um, who'd named their pet after Gary Parker, but one of my mates, Hugh, um, evening if you're listening, uh, named a hamster and called it Gary Parker, which I think that's brilliant. Really that's a great name. <laughs> a, ham, a hamster called. Gary. Was it was it full Gary Parker, not just Gary? Yeah, Gary yeah, he had Parker. to be referred. I, I, I think so. He had to refer to him by, by his full name. Um, but yeah, we had we had loads. You know, lots of people obviously naming. We had Big Wes. Uh, so Owen Palmer Atkins sent that in. Um, I think he may have been called Little Wes until he turned out he was a cheating rat. Uh, so he's now called Big Wes instead. Uh, someone's named their dog after Piper, which was good. We got Casper the Whipper, Whippet, uh, V Shy, and Elsie. Um, as it and, and I was like, El, no one called LC has played for Leicester, but it's as in LCFC, which is <laughs> good, like that. Uh, lots, lots of cats called Muzzy. There's, there's hundreds there of lot, cats around Leicestershire called, uh, hair, yeah, he was. Uh, there was a horse called Is It Muzzy, which I think is a great name for, uh, for a, yeah, that is good, isn't it? Uh, a rescued rabbit, Steve Potter, called Philbert, cockapoo named Cat. Asper, uh, with the ball in his mouth. Uh, it's a good photo. Uh, a chicken called Philpot. Uh, Lee Philpot is named after, not Mick Philpot. Um, <laughs> Becky has uh, a cat named Nigel. Because um, uh, I can imagine, uh, you know, she just likes saying cheers, Nigel a lot. Uh, Will after Nigel Worthington. Uh, no, Nigel. We, Nigel. we did have a word, though, though. Yeah, we did have a word though. Uh, Wilf the Golden Retriever, which I, I think if you got a retriever, you have to call it Wilf. Uh, I think that's good. Uh, Philbert the Dachshund. Of course, Gary Lineker has also called his dog Philbert. Uh, a cat named Claudio. It's pretty good. Um, Lester, Lester and Casper. Um, someone admitting that they called it Little Wes and they've now called it Big Wes, even though they've only got a small dog. Um, not that many dogs called Vardy or Jamie, but there is one. Um, and more cats named Muzzy. Uh, someone's got three cats called one Gracie Gray after Damari. That must be very, very disappointing. Uh, Kimmy, uh, it's Kimmy, Kimji Okazaki. I like that a lot. And then Lola is now Connor Lodi. Um, so yeah, and someone who had <laughs> their son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone's son's rabbit were called Dick of and Ferdinand. Um, oh, Dick again, of what a player. What a player. Great player. What a Any Islam Slimanis? <laughs> <laughs> no, but someone said they had a massive cockapoo called Dennis Wise. So, <laughs> um, which I like that. And more cats named Muzzy. Uh, there's, there's hundreds. Heskey the hamster. Um, Wes and Morgan, two cats. Uh, then I replied to my own tweet with a picture of my own dog, which was pathetic. 
someone's <laughs> written something that's vaguely abusive to one of our players, so I won't say that. Uh, Wilfred and Doggy, uh, and they also live at number 25, so that's super, wow. isn't it? Uh, Esteban, Capiasso, uh, <laughs> uh, a fish called Vardy. Uh, Oakley, oh, Matt Oakley, that's a shout. We've not had him on. Um, Can we just go back to Capbiasso? Capbiasso, that's <laughs> unbelievable. Esteban Capbiasso. Uh, hamster called Julian. Someone had a fish called Chris Wheel. That is obscure. Um, uh, Chris Wheel. Two ferrets, one's called Casper, the other one's called Wes. Uh, Lloyd and Wes. Lloyd, that's a good one. Lloyd Dyer, it's a good name for a dog. Uh, someone's named their um dog after the greatest bald manager in football history, and he's called Enzo, which is early. Um, but I like any that. Ke- any, any Kevin Pressman's in there? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, actually, there is a Kevin. Um, but it's obviously it's obviously named after Albrighton because his middle name is uh, is Kevin. Uh, so Dave Sharman, six minnows. Is it Lenin Savage, Marshall, Heskey, and Guppy? Uh, in hindsight, naming one after one after another breed of fish of entirely must have confused the poor lad. It's a bit like calling a human dog. Oh, I see, because he's called a fish Guppy. Um, oh, so there we go. Yeah, Could have gone with Steve's, but there was there was multiple Steves in the squad. And then uh, and then Rick, your brother, I said. <laughs> My dog called Stephen Walsh, but we often just call her Steve if out down the park. <laughs> um, so there we go. Um, it is the best post we've ever done. I, I'm not going to be able to read all of them. Uh, the cat called Vardy. Um, after, yeah, the, there were 90 the, replies, I think. A cocker spaniel called Jeff after Jeff Schlupp. Um, Funnily, not a single Brendan. No. <laughs> no. Hold on, hold on. There is, there is someone promised, promised my wife a dog if we ever won the league or the FA Cup. Ended up with two: meet Ranieri and Rogers. Oh wow! Nice. Okay, I was wrong. At Doonhamer nice. one. Uh, thank you for that. Um, what animal is that? What animal has been called Rogers? Uh, dogs. Two dogs. I, Sorry, I the faces know, are on know. the side. That's why I'm sort of arching my neck to see. I don't know if I could, I could take it on a walk. <laughs> oh, my, my, my They're extremely chap lips. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Someone's someone's cat, Harry uh, Harry Suter. I don't think it is the Harry Suter. Here's my cat. We named him a Jose Perez after my favourite footballer, Jose Perez. Um, so there we go. Um, have, you ever, have you ever heard Bernardo Silva got a dog and called it John <laughs> after John Stones? I always think that's quite funny. I don't know why. <laughs> we can shout John. Um, yeah, just a lot of Vardy's, Casper's, where, uh, guinea pigs called Galley and Waggy. So we are Paul Gallagher and Martin Waghorn. Uh, it's, uh, is Ginger Mallard related to you? Rick? Yeah, it's my other brother. Is that your other brother? Yeah. So apparently he's got he's he's got he's got a budgie named Gary Glitter, which is completely not related. <laughs> but then your brothers never post anything that's actually related. Yeah. Um, someone named their dog Leo. Uh, a Good goldfish name. named Max Gradle. Um, uh, another Wilf as a dog. Uh, more Leo. We had when he was younger. We had a rabbit called McGee, but somebody nicked it. I think that's a joke. I, I don't know. Um, more Muzzies um, and lots of Nigels. And there's there's even more. So we've got, I've not even gone to the Instagram replies. So yeah, um, keep sending your, your animals in with your uh, Leicester City related names. Um, if you're related to Rick, uh, could you stop sending stuff in that isn't related to, <laughs> to, to, to football? Um it's quite hard to to keep on top of all the replies, um, <laughs> particularly with your two brothers responding. <laughs> Those replies really cheered me up on the tube the next day because I felt terrible. Um, we had a good night, didn't we? You bought me yeah, a beer. Well, you know, it took it, honestly. It took Jordan about thirty minutes to buy me a beer, but he did buy me one. Uh, and um, 
And I, d- I don't think I even drank all of it because I had enough of that. Was it my round? It was. It was your round. It was your round. round. We went out with a bloke, bloke from Carlisle and I couldn't couldn't stop asking him if he was made in the Royal Navy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was getting really annoyed with it, wasn't he? Is he a Nigel Pearson fan then? He loves Nigel Pearson and Ben Marshall. Ben Marshall? Um, Did he end up there? Played for Carlisle United, yeah. So he's the best player he's ever seen for Carlisle, which is remarkable. When did he play there? Did he go on loan there? He must have gone on loan, yeah. Yeah, early. Yeah, 2010. 53 appearances, six goals. Not bad. Um, sorry, one more. Uh, there were two guinea pigs, one called Dilly Ding and the other one called Dilly Dong. Uh, <laughs> I wonder um, if you can ever get them confused unless unless they look completely different. Uh, a, cat named, a cat named Soul Bamba. That's a good, good name for a cat. It'd be a nightmare if you got Dilly Ding and Dilly Dong on the part for a dog, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it would. Um, I'm trying to think of it. I always wanted a husky called Emil. I like that. Yeah. That's um, copyrighted. Anyone else has that? That's my idea. Someone, <laughs> someone called their dog Lester. So when he goes on walks, he can shout, "Come on, Lester!" So, yeah. <laughs> I ain't there we are. Um, so we've all learned a valuable lesson this week. More, more animal content. So there we are. And shout Very out to good. Muzzy, Muzzy and Wilf who started started this movement. So. Um, so there we go. So um, we're probably now at the stage of any other business. Uh, um, so I will I will just just play our, our lovely intro and then um, and then it's Jordan's section. Can I finish speaking? Are, are you going to interrupt? Can I finish speaking? Okay, because I don't interrupt your question. Okay, so don't interrupt mine. Show some fucking respect. <laughs> no, can I finish speaking? <laughs> and there we have it. Thanks, you know Phil. I don't, I don't actually have any other business this week. The, the only thing I'd say is, uh, you know, I, I dread to think Jack's reaction next time we lose a game because I might have to delete WhatsApp if that's the case. Well, um, I wasn't very happy. I don't like <laughs> losing Jordan. And, you know, someone telling me we're going to piss the league, even when we've lost two games in a row, isn't isn't going to calm me down. So It was, it was fun to poke the bear, though. Well... <laughs> I'll return the favour. Um, it is, it's curious though, isn't it? Because I, I mean, it ruined my weekend. I've been evil. I did. I made both kids cry yesterday um, just because I was in a bad mood after Leicester. And you think, how pathetic is that? I'm 40 <laughs> and Leicester <laughs> have ruined the weekend again. And it's like, we've got no God-given right to win every week. Of course not. But I think there's something in, it's easy to deal with when you're crap. Last mm. season, yeah, I was angry and I was ranting on the pod every week, but I almost enjoyed it. It was, it was, you know, it was. But you, you do what we've done so far, and it's so difficult to then deal with. Even though, it, as George said, it is inevitable. I mean, Maresca's been saying it for weeks that we're about to lose, well, and that's pissed me think, off. To be fair, that's pissed me off. I think he's done it Sunderland when he told the players to celebrate harder. We've been crap. Yeah. Um, but another thing, I saw a bloke talking about pathetic 40-year-old men. I saw a grown adult yesterday wearing a Gryffindor Harry Potter hoodie, and that made me even angrier than Leicester losing. So uh, that's my any other business. Don't do that. You don't do that. Yeah, you never seen that. Harry Potter. Never read one or never watched it. No, good I agree. lad. I, I agree. I've not either, to be honest. Rubbish. But I, know, I know Gryffindor. I know, I know this Gryffindor thing he's on about. Um. <laughs> Question for you, because it's getting towards that time of year. Have you managed to hear uh, Mariah Carey? Or what? why are you waving your finger, Jordan? Because I've got any other business. Oh, here we fucking go. Right. I'll and, come back and, to that. And I'm going to call him out. I'm going to call Godders out, because he probably won't listen. And if he does, it won't be this far. But this, mor- this, this morning on Instagram, he's he's got Christmas songs on. And he's posted on his Instagram... One ball ball a day until Christmas Day. It's Remembrance Day, Ryan. You know, I know you know it's after eleven o'clock, mate, but it's November. And you're banging on about Christmas. It's out of order. It's not even the same month. I have watched Home Alone today though with Oscar, so I've got to hold my answer. Just on that, Jordan, about the seven games. So going back to football, 
I think we've looked very leggy in between these the last international break and now this one. And we're going to come back. We've got seven games and it's going to be, you know, midweek, weekend, midweek. And I do think we've got to deal with it better. So, you know. Just be better. That's, that's Be better. It. Yeah, yeah. Because we get, get that out of the system because we can't have that as an excuse. We've got to be on it. And stop getting injured innocuously. Yeah. They're just fucking doing me head in. Not as top um, as We'll be there. Uh, I've got one more. One more. Any other business? Just a, yet another plug for the quiz. There are still spaces available. Not that many. Uh, I had a few messages about people that haven't got teams and stuff like that. If you if you haven't got a team, we'll find you one. Uh, we can pair people together. Um, so come along. I went to see the venue on Friday. It's right in town. Good drinking end of the city. Um, so yeah, and I've uh, I've actually written two rounds of the quiz today. So um, so yeah, we're well on our way, and all four very good calls in lamp uh that we're very excited to be working with uh and we're going to do some some chat about that as well on the evening so would love to see you there um james i'm a bit fearful of saying this because we'd, we'd sort of run into the end but have you got anything else that you want to raise at this point what are you fearful for just because it might go on a little bit <laughs> no, no, I, no, I, won't no. Keep, I won't keep you on no, no i'm only no. taking the piss mate um, um do oh. you fancy making a few jacket potatoes for the quiz night just Bring them along. Hey, if you can, if you can get me a van source, I'll, I'll be there all night. Yeah. If anyone's got a food van available, <laughs> then get in touch, please. And, it's, all uh, it's, dad bods on. it's all for charity. It's all for charity. The greatest collaboration I'll pay ever for the seen. Spuds. I'll pay for the spuds. I'll pay for well, the no, we sell, we'll sell the spuds. We'll sell them. What you you could charge probably? I don't know what you could charge for a jacket potato. No, no. I'll, yeah. I'll get the, I'll get the spuds in, and I'll we'll sell them on for the. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what we need to do. Original dad bod times BSLB. I'm all this over it. Times lamp. Right. Um we'll leave it there probably, shall we? Hey, thanks fellas for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks Stop for coming, man. mate. Podcast Network.